we're going to kick you in the teeth. All right. And, and when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. You like that? You like that? Scott, did you come up with the correct response? Who wanted to kick that field goal? With the second pick in the 2017 NFL Draft, the Chicago Bears select Mitchell Trubisky, quarterback, North Carolina. Welcome to the NFC North Podcast. Welcome to the NFC North Podcast. We live in a world where the Lions are tied for first in the NFC North. I'm your resident Lions fan, Eric Kiska, and this is... Cole William Whitlaw Gibson, resident Packer fan, Formula One extraordinaire, super fan, and I'm just excited that football is starting this week. And to my left, yo, what's up? It's Blaze, your non-resident Bears fan. Uh, you know, we're also tied for first, so you know, off to a <laughs> pretty decent start, I guess. It's a four-way tie. Um, <laughs> all things considered, definitely. I mean. Yeah, that's kind of like the best, you know, the best way it could start outside of starting uh, all of us starting 1 and 0. All of us starting 0 and 1 is kind of like the next best, you know, thing for all of us, right? See, we're all I used don't... to the uh 17 week season. So we just wanted to get this crap week out of the way, and now the season yeah. starts next week. It's Wait, really Yeah, I I'm, I'm confused. The season hasn't started yet. Last week was just preseason. <laughs> well, like <laughs> come on, we still we got 16 games to go, baby. Packers number one. I was uh, so happy by uh, the outcomes from last weekend that I stabbed myself in the ear. I uh, I got an industrial piercing right here. You can see it. Oh, very nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Take that, Dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My first piercing. Um, we're going to talk about tattoos later, too, just to uh, piss off all the parents. So uh, we'll, we'll see you guys then. But uh, anyway, let's... body modification is the best modification. Yes. No, actually, the uh, piercer he kept on talking about how mutilation should not be a bad word. How everybody uses it as a bad word, but like mutilation is like a good can be a good thing if you do it positively. Positive mutilation. Yeah. <laughs> Positive mutilation. All right. Well, let's uh, dive in here. Saints versus Packers. I think I just want to start right here. Uh, Thirty-eight to three. The Saints won. That what the what the hell happened? Jameis pantsed Aaron Rodgers and spanked him right in front of the classroom. That's that's what happened. Uh, but Cole, what are your thoughts? I I just want to hear from you. You were at the game, so. Uh, well, first off, you know I woke up Sunday morning. Uh, I watched the Formula One race. It was truly great. And then I don't remember anything after the Formula One race. Daniel Ricciardo won, and then I just blacked out. I guess I'm not a hundred percent sure. Uh, no, like, I went, okay, so obviously I went, I went down to Jacksonville, went to the game, had a great time. Jacksonville Stadium, kind of shitty, but they have a pool, so, you know, to each their own. Um, the, the game fucking sucked. Like, it was a shit show. Like, that Packers, it was it was bad on all fronts. I mean, the um, Jenkins, he moved to left tackle for Bakhtiari. He actually did good. Um... Our rookies that we got for the offensive line were meh. Uh, Kevin King, shocking. He fucking sucks. Uh, they had uh, Jameis through to to him his side twice. Once was for a seventy something yard touchdown, and once for was for like a fifty some yard catch. So he has a hundred percent completion rating against Kevin King. So I don't know why he's still on the team or even out there at this point. So 
<laughs> it, it was uh, it was a hard game. Uh, Rodgers threw two interceptions. One of them, I think, doesn't even really matter because it was at the end of the game, and he was just like, "None of this fucking matters. I'm just gonna throw the ball as far as I can and see what happens." And you know, interceptions. So, uh, but you know, positive things. You know, if we go over to like the uh, this is for my boy Brett, the Stat Cast. Uh, you know, last team. Last year, the team that lost the Saints week one, the Bucks, they won a Super Bowl. I know everyone's tweeting about how they lost the same score. It wasn't the same score. It was 34-23 or something like that. But regardless, they still lost to the Saints and then won the Super Bowl. And guess what? First week, week, uh, first time, uh, last time Aaron Rodgers threw two interceptions week one was in 2010 where they won the fucking Super Bowl. So uh, it seems like everything's lining up for Green Bay. I don't know about you guys, but I'd be a little worried. It's <laughs> Pax back in town. We're, we're lining it all up. God's on our side. The deck's stacking up. It's going to be a good 16-0 and season for the Pack. We're going undefeated, baby. <laughs> 16-1, and one. yeah, but uh, Blaze... Uh, oh, uh, it's not a 17-game season, okay? That's a preseason game. <laughs> all right, all right. Blaze, uh, I'd say that you could shit talk, but, you know, you you got pantsed yourself. But, you you know, what did you think about this game? <clears throat> oh, my... Okay, so the only thing I enjoy way more than a... Not more, as much as a Bears victory is when the Packers just get to pants the way they did it was it was so nice to see after watching a hard-fought um lions game a hard-fought vikings game got to see what these uh these guys were all about and then packers come on that four o'clock slot my goodness it was it was something to behold to be sure um i think Jameis winston played way better than i thought he was gonna play he is the first person in history to have four touchdowns in under 100 yards, which is kind of cool. Um, and, yeah, I've, Aaron Rodgers just didn't look like he wanted to be there. So it's like – sorry, I'm having some technical difficulties. <laughs> it's um, it's It was very good to see uh, old, old Aaron Rodgers just – you know, get hung from the rafters in Duval of all places. So, uh, you know, it's week one. Who knows? But after all that trash that uh, our old boy Cole was talking, I just kind of like to sit back and I just want to bask, marinate myself in just his misery right now. So I'm glad you let him go first. I just uh, I just want to say I was always a Jameis Winston supporter and he got LASIK. That motherfucker's a bad dude now. Yeah. Just say it. Jameis looks just... amazing, and as yeah, especially just for how like horrible. I'm not even horrible. We all thought the Saints wide receivers were just gonna be bad, and he just like he spread it out, man. Like I mean, he uh he had what five touchdowns, but like it was <laughs> it was so efficient. That was the the mm-hmm. interesting part about it. He was you know just tossing it all over the place. Only 148 yards, 14 of 20. But you have five touchdowns. Like, I, yeah, that's a crazy stat line. My only uh, thought is that, like, Rodgers, you know, must have been doing mushrooms with his hippie fiance in Hawaii this whole summer, gambling on horses, complaining about upper management, and he just didn't show up prepared, you know? Like, I, I just don't think he showed up prepared for week one. I don't know how this bodes for them on the whole season, but, you know... That yeah, it's never good to look like that, obviously. But from what we know from Aaron Rodgers, I yeah, I think he will 
be okay. It's just oh, yeah. like he came out just like with his head up his own ass. So yeah, yeah. the whole still... team did. There's like, true. No one, no one played good. Yeah. yeah, they're still the favorites in my book. Um, yeah. you know, I, I'm gonna cross it off as just a loss, a great loss. Gonna hold on to it for at least another week. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, like I said, it's 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 September. There's nothing to be worried about yet. So. Yeah. I mean, the defense not looking good too is that that is something to be a little more concerned about. But you know, like Aaron Rodgers not looking good is one thing, but that whole defense letting up thirty eight points, you know, damn, uh, that was uh, that was just Zedaria surprising. Smith, yeah, yeah Zadarius Smith was hurt, so that we had to deal with that. Plus, um, you know, real football isn't played when it's eighty five, ninety <laughs> degrees outside, so they had rotate guys in and out the whole time. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's it's just it's one of those games where uh, they 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 the moment they stepped out on the field they were losing. Mm-hmm. It just it didn't matter what they did. Everyone played bad, and nothing was going to save that game. And you just gotta it, just put it all behind you and move on and just go to the next week and pretend that never happened. Which is what exactly what I do with most of my problems. Just push them away. Move on, never happen. Bury them deep down. Okay, well, uh, mm-hmm. let's move on to the Vikings versus the Bengals here. Uh, Bengals won 27-24. Blaze called the exact score, uh, and it was it was still an exciting game. It went into overtime. Mm-hmm. Vikings looked really sloppy, though. They had 12 penalties that amounted up to 116 yards of penalty yards. Um, they were down 21-7, came back. But this is like always the story with Kirk Cousins. He puts up these amazing stat lines. He makes you think that he can be the guy, and then he just can't carry you over the finish line, you know? And this is the story time and time again, and I don't think anything's going to change here. Blaze, what, what did you think about the game? Well, first of all, I'd like to give myself a pat on the back. I, I called it exactly the, the Notre Dame type of, you know, just it, it, I go into like a fifth dimension when I predict these games. Um. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Um, you know, I really, I, I knew the Bengals were going to be better this year than they were last year. I, I know they still had offensive line problems. They weren't, they didn't have protect Joe Burrow's the greatest. Um, but he made the passes that counted. Jamar Chase looked amazing. T. Higgins looked amazing. Joe Mixon ran all over the Vikings, which I'm kind of surprised about. Um, and then on the reverse side i mean delvin cook really wasn't getting it going especially in the first half justin jeffries was completely taken out of the game and adam thielen had a fantastic game i believe he had two touchdowns and that second one was actually really impressive but uh, like eric said when the chips when the chips are down and the game's on the line Kirk cousins i think had like what they had at least two possessions in overtime right couldn't come up with it once let the defense finally just got too tired and uh the Bengals put them away with that field goal. So very concerning for the Vikings. I know they don't have anyone to defend themselves, so I'm not going to be too mad, too beat down on them. But, uh, yeah, not good. Not not good signs to start the season. Yeah. Cole? Yeah, I, uh, you know, this, it was a great game. I mean, I love the game. Uh, I was not surprised that the Vikings choked uh, towards the end. Kirk Cousins is really good at that. Um, I mean, he didn't play terrible, but the, they just couldn't pull it together. Uh, I mean, Joe Burrow, that dude was awesome last year until he, you know, he got hit a lot. He's, he looked really good this game, too. I mean, he threw two touchdowns, 261 yards. 
uh, 20 for 27, but he, uh, I'm just happy that Jamar Chase got the yips out of him, and he looks like the real deal, and him and Joe are going to have an awesome, awesome year this year, I think, as long as they can keep him healthy. I mean, that's, like, the biggest thing, right? Like, the Bengals were pretty, they, they were in a lot of games while Joe Burrow was just eating, you know, body shot after body shot, and then eventually caught up with them, and then that team sucked, so... Uh, I think they'll be a. I think I think the Bears are gonna have a little hard time next week. I you know I'm just I'm just saying it look look pretty uh pretty hard for them to win. Yeah, Joe, it was a good game. That game was awesome. Jamar Chase, uh, he just it reminded me a lot of what we all were talking about with Sewell. Both of them, we were just like, what's going on this preseason? These guys look horrible. They were both top ten picks. Mm-hmm. Jamar Chase looked you know good and Sewell looked good too like it was very uh surprising to see that I guess but then when you just take into account that it's just preseason then you kind of you need to let these guys have some breathing room especially you know like wide receivers they might take a bit to get on the same page as their their QB so yeah I would you know I'm not worried I think the Bengals they're gonna bring it to the Bears next week but uh more on that later um Next up, let's <laughs> let's do Rams versus Bears here. 34-14. Man, Stafford, you know, he like I was saying, he looked like that guy that, you know, he was missing something all these years, not having good coaching, not having the right team, I guess. And he just came out with Sean McVay and completely decimated the Bears. And he looked like the real deal. And also Andy Dalton looked like exactly the guy where we left him. Uh he was he limits the offense. That's the bottom line. He limits the offense every time. He's such a mediocre QB. Um, Blaze, what do you think? Um, so that game was disappointing yet predictable. Um, again, I sort of called it last week. I was trying to be in a homer at the end, trying to save face. But, you know, that's, this is the Bears team that I thought they were going to bring to the table. Um Matthew Stafford carved up the defense, which, you know, these the problems that we thought we had at DB were there. He hit them on every level. Henderson had a great game. Um, and then the, the, the defense just – it's the one thing as a Bears fan that I can always, like, kind of count on. And right now, as soon as they double-team Mac, no one else is really stepping up as far as pressure goes. And then the secondary is just kind of in shambles. You know, when you see, <clears throat> you know, Eddie Jackson not playing well, that's when you start getting, um, you start breathing a l- little harder than uh, I really wanted to. And then the offense, uh, I think Dave Montgomery had a fantastic game. He broke off that 40-yarder, like the second play of the game. Um, and he actually ran pretty good. I think he had 100, 100 yards, 101 yards and a touchdown. So. Really surprised on that. I thought the offensive line played a lot better than um, they probably get credit for. Um, Aaron Donaldson was put in check basically most of the game as far as, you know, getting to the quarterback. Um, and then you get to Andy Dalton. I'm, You know, that first interception in the end zone, I, I immediately just thought of this podcast where I've been defending Andy Dalton this entire time. <laughs> And right now, I don't know, because I see Justin Fields come in. He scores his first touchdown on a rush. He goes two for two. Yeah, there were more gadget plays. You know, I, I think a lot of players would have made the plays that he made. But 
like Eric alluded to, it's uh, he looks like he meshes with this offense more than Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton just kind of looks like a body right now when Justin Fields looks like the guy that can take us to the next level. So in conclusion, <laughs> after that long-winded rant, Bears did not look good. Next week is a great chance to bounce back at home against the Cincinnati Bengals, who I just praised. So it's going to be a bigger challenge than I want to admit. But if we can turn around next week, let's 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 see what happens. Bad bad week though. Colt. Yeah, I uh, I mean I I've always been a big. Stafford proponent I I thought he's always been good and he he came out swinging man I mean he played he played awesome he played like he you know as Kelly Stafford said it you know he hasn't liked playing football for a long time but you know what he likes playing football now and uh he he tore him up the Bears looked uh with Andy Andy Dalton did not look comfortable out there he didn't look good I mean he got sacked three times Aaron Donald did get a sack so I just want to say they didn't shut him down completely but Keeping him to one sack is, is honestly pretty good because that dude's insane. But I am just very confused by the whole Matt uh, Nagy just throwing uh, fields in. And, he you know, he throws the ball twice, two completions, and then gets a rushing touchdown. And they're like, good job, Justin. <laughs> get back on the bench. we got to get Andy back out there to lead the team to a mediocre performance and a loss. So... Uh, but you know, it's, it's, I mean, that's that that's Nagy's whole like prerogative. He hates offense. He hates having fun. He hates scoring points. So that, you know, that's all he, that, once he saw Justin Fields do good and score a point, he was like, Oh fuck, we gotta, we gotta get this guy back on the bench. I can't have him tainting my perfect record of having some of the worst offenses in the league. So, but you know, that the game, I, I enjoyed the game mostly because, of how the Bears fans reacted all over the Twitter sphere. Yeah, I think the the big question for actually a lot of the Lions fans here after watching that game with Stafford is, will he continue this all year? Is you know were we really the ones always holding him back? And that's going to keep coming back again and again. Uh, but they have Tampa Bay in Week Three, Arizona in Week Four, so we will see what Stafford is really made of. I feel like the Bears secondary is it's very thin. They should not have gotten rid of Kyle Fuller. Uh, you know, they apparently had to for cap reasons, but I feel like Ryan Pace could have found a way around that. And it was just shown so easily that Stafford could carve up that defense. So, yeah, I, it's going to be a rough year in the secondary. Even if they do eventually start fields and the offense looks better, I just don't think this defense will be where it's at. Uh, they they won't be able to make up for the loss of Kyle Fuller and also Khalil Mack. He's another year older, so I... It's worrisome, for sure. Well, uh, anyway, I guess we will go on to the Lions at Packers. <clears throat> Unless you want, do I get one more word in there, Blaze? <laughs> because I was just crapping all over the team, but... Oh, what? Are you talking to me? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, do you want to get one more word in there, Blaze? <laughs> I don't know. You're, Listen, you're looking like, I, ah. <laughs> I, I, I completely agree with you guys. I don't think uh, the Bears showed their best. I think I think the defense is a lot better than uh, you know what you're saying. <laughs> I, I, I guess I completely, <laughs> I completely think that the DBs need to work on whatever it is they need to do. But I have seen them, you know, play better than this. So mm-hmm. Stafford might have just had you know the I'm free game and. 
we'll see if he doesn't can do that to every other defense as well. So maybe the Bears are just the first in a long line of just him picking defenses apart. We'll see. Well, uh, let's move on to Lions versus 49ers. Last game, 41-33, to 49ers win. They, you know, had the game pretty much in the bag, and then they pretty much went into, like, prevent defense. And Goff, he had a lot of easy throws, and there was, you know, our offense came back. And I did like how the team showed a ton of grit, a ton of heart. That's, you know, what we were hoping we'd get with Dan Campbell. You want to see this team, like, I've, I haven't seen this team play with that much grit and heart in three years under Patricia because nobody liked Patricia, obviously. You could tell that these guys liked playing for Dan Campbell. The talent just was not there. You know, like, our wide receivers had tons of drops today. And then also, I, uh, two more notes here is that uh, Taylor Decker, he had finger surgery and is out for at least four weeks. We moved P- Penesul over to left tackle, and he looked amazing. He pretty much handled Bosa. Like, he let up a few pressures, but did not let up a sack against Bosa. So that was really promising after how rough he looked this preseason. But then, Jeff Okuda, he ruptured his Achilles and is out for the whole season. And if that's, you know, that's just the omen right there. I I think this guy's a bust, and it could be one of the worst (laughs) top three draft picks of all time in Lions history, and that's, yeah. But anyway, uh, boys, what did you think? <laughs> um, NFC North game of the week by far. I, that whole last, um, you know, couple of series where they came back, I it was on the edge of my seat. Um, they showed a lot of, like you said, they just showed as much gut as you could possibly want. Um, Jared Goff looked a lot better than, you know, I think we, a lot of us gave him credit for, especially what he was coming into. Um, my boy Cephas, not Cephas, <laughs> had a uh, Cephas <laughs> had a touchdown and a two-point conversion. DeAndre Swift is exactly who I thought he was going to be. Um, I can't think of his name right now, but your center was the number one rated Pro Football Focus uh, center, Frank Ragnow. Yep, Ragnow. That's it. That's it. Sewall He's was good. He's good. was eleventh. Um, and yeah, did come back against a lot of their backups, sure, but you know that. Onside kick was amazing right off of Kittle's face mask. Mm-hmm. I, I had I had such a fun time watching that game. And, you know, there's no such thing as a moral victory, but at least it feels like you guys are taken care of in, uh, you know, as far as coach leadership goes. So hopefully, you know, you guys keep drafting well and maybe you'll be up with the, uh, you know, the other guys in the North. Well, <laughs> assuming everyone else does better after this week. But yeah, great game, funnest game of the week, in my opinion. Yeah, Cole. Yeah, I, uh, I, it was a good game. I mean, like, like Blaze was saying, uh, I think MCDC really showed like a culture change in the game. You know, obviously you didn't win, and obviously you know the 49ers blew you out in the first half, and they just coasted, but. It was, uh, I, I'm sure, you know, even for me, it was, like, nice to see a team that just didn't just give up. I mean, like, the Lions with Matt Patricia, it was just like, fuck, man, we lost. And it's like, dude, it's the first quarter. <laughs> like, uh, MCDC, it's, he will never give up. I mean, that's, like, his whole his whole style, and I think that's awesome. Uh, they did show a lot of grit, and, I mean, uh, Jamal Williams had a good game. I miss him, but, you know, he's... 
we, you know, Green Bay's got a pretty good backfield, so it's good to see him do well. Swift played well. Um, Goff wasn't terrible. I mean, he never, never threw the ball too deep. It's a big check down guy, big short passes and stuff, but it worked. And uh, I honestly was thought I might never see an onside kick recovered again after the, all the new rules and how they basically like you know the kickoffs were are almost pointless at this point. But and the fact that it he just beamed Kittle right in the face and was able to get it that was like a, something out of Charlie Brown. I swear. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> for real. <Yeah. laughs> like uh, that was awesome. Uh, so it was it was a very fun game, and for for it to be like that big of a blowout in the second in the first half and for it to you know be an entertaining game till the end is is just a you know it's a it's a feat and it shows that you know maybe the lions are uh you know they're here to play and mcdc isn't just gonna let them roll over and he's not he's not here to tank he's not here to get draft picks he's here to play hard-nosed football and try and turn the culture and stuff around uh okuda getting hurt sucks but I mean, he hasn't been very good for a while, and this might be a good way to see some new guy step up that could be awesome and could be better and, you know, might not get juked out of his shoes from seven yards deep. But then again, maybe that's why he got juked out of his shoes from seven yards deep because his Achilles was on the verge of exploding. <laughs> so, hate to, say, hate to see it, yeah. but, uh, you know, all in all, great game. And uh, the Lions are, you know... I think they'll they'll be the trap game. They'll be the trap team, right? Like they they don't have necessarily all the pieces and stuff yet to be a good team, but they have the heart and the grit with MCDC and they're not just going to roll over and give up. So some team will probably get trapped and fucked over by them and it won't be the Packers on Monday Night Football, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel bad for uh I feel bad for Akuda, but like honestly I think he made our defense worse and I actually think that we might look better in the secondary after he's gone. It's kinda harsh a harsh thing to say. But and I mm-hmm. you know, I feel really bad for him, but geez man, I yeah, I I think he's a bust and it's sad to say. I think uh, a couple more mm-hmm. notes. I think our run game looked very good with Jamal Williams, like you guys were saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Swift, um, he was, you know, great at uh, he was that pass catching back that we need. And then also, yeah, like Sewell, like I was saying, he was looking great. And I don't know what's going to happen when Decker comes back from his uh, surgery uh, out for four weeks. I kind of hope that we leave Sewell at left tackle because obviously he was not looking good at right tackle. Might have just been the preseason, but I think Sewell has that chance to be a top three offensive lineman. And Decker, he was always more of like a top 10 or top 12 guy. And I think Decker, he played a year of right tackle in college. I know he's been, you know, he's been in the league a while now playing left tackle. I say just put him over at right tackle. And if he doesn't like it, we're rebuilding. Just trade him to where he wants to go, get a pick, and call it a day. Like, I want to see Sewell uh, left at left tackle. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Now on to our fun topic tattoos and why we got the ones we have them so <laughs> blaze you have some of the most interesting tattoos uh i i only have one tattoo so you have several you only have one <laughs> yeah i have six six yeah yeah and then you got what are some um, of the ones you got so i guess the most noticeable one i have uh i, I can't really show it on the camera but if you're watching on youtube but i got the uh um pbr 
tattoo. Um, I got it watercolored as the fill-in, which is really cool. I love it. I got that last year during the pandemic. Well, I, I got the outline my first week in Tampa because there's a street called Ebor, and it's kind of like their version of uh, Bourbon Street, I guess. And there's like tattoo parlors and bars and shit like that. And I went to this uh, punk bar and they were like, oh, you love PBR? I was like, I love PBR. I'm from, you know, basically Wisconsin. So they told me that they would cop my drinks for the rest of the night if I got a tattoo of PBR. So I ran nice. up and down the street looking for someone. Av- I know. <laughs> I ran up and down the street looking for someone available. And um, yeah, they, they got it done. They didn't ask me if I was drunk or not, which was awesome. And uh, I got the outline done and I got five free beers. So I paid $60 for $15. Smart. <laughs> That's a hell of a story, man. <laughs> And then, and then you got but then yeah but, oh sorry yeah then you got the elmo tattoo bad. also so yeah then uh this was just for poops and giggles i'm really big if you, if you uh follow me on social media at all i'm really big with memes um so to commemorate that i got there's a uh, famous gif of an elmo and there's fire behind him and his like face is like melting and he's screaming and i got that on my ankle because i'm really just not smart with my body sometimes but i also they like the idea so much because i originally went in i got i graduated from southern illinois university so i got the uh they're the salukis which is an egyptian dog so i got the uh maroon paw prints on my leg but they like the elmo idea so much they like gave me a discount so i got them both on the same day and then i got uh it says carpe omnia that was my first one which, um, long story short, there's a common Latin phrase called carpe diem, seize the day. Me and my friend thought we could do one better. So our cheers was uh, carpe omnia, which means seize everything, take it all. And that was just kind of my dumb first tattoo idea just to see how it would feel. And then my last big one is I won $1,000 on a scratchy Winnie. Um, so <laughs> to celebrate, I always wanted a tattoo where people were like, Oh, that is such a sick tattoo. So it came to me in a dream that, you know, well, what if the tattoo wasn't actually like, it was sick, like, like, you know, has a temperature and stuff. So my tattoo is a wolf with an ice pack and a thermometer. And it's really weird because everyone says that the eyes look like a furry, which kind of like freaked me out because I have it on my body for the rest of my life. But... (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah that's my sick wolf tattoo so that's my old dad joke for you guys and those are all my tattoos yeah cool you got one recently right yeah so i recently joined the um the tattoo club the skid mod mod pod uh i got it's a it's like a traditionalist tattoo of a grim reaper but he's uh, getting ready for his morning, uh, you know, day of slaying, and he's drinking his cup of coffee, and it says "Death before decaf." Nice. Uh, I have a nice. uh, very, very, um, you know, strong addiction to caffeine. You know, I I work out in the field. I'm a you know a field engineer, quality control. So I work in construction all the time. Where you know I wake up at 4 a.m. <laughs> fucking seven days a week for way too many days in a row so without caffeine i would be dead by now and the worst thing you could possibly do is give me a cup of coffee that's decaf because i will be 
very, very upset. I'm already not a morning person, and uh, there's been a couple of times where the guys thought it'd be funny to give me decaf, and it was not a fun day for them because when the you know field engineer and QC guy gets all pissy, I'm gonna make fucking everybody's life miserable. So, <laughs> but so, yeah, that was that was that's my, a pretty cool tattoo. Yeah, that's on. my first one. Uh, I got a couple more on the way. I got uh, I think I got scheduled in the next couple weeks to get another one. So I'm hoping to get it before the wedding in October. So nice. I'll show Eric another one while we're down there. Oh yeah. Yeah, I got a tattoo of Michigan on my calf, and it goes over to my shin. It was actually originally a cover-up. I got a tattoo in college my freshman year. Actually, when, uh, the same year Blaze was uh, going to school with me, except I think you yeah, you left before or after the first semester, right? So I got this in the second semester, and it was my friend just had a tattoo gun in his dorm room, and it, uh, I got a tattoo of something. I, it's a poem called Mezzaker, which means to remember. And it looked so bad; it looked like somebody sharpied it on me. Um, I'm not even. I, you know, I'm not going to name the guy, but yeah, not a, not a great tattoo artist. And so I got a cover up uh, when I moved back down to Ferndale, and I, you know, Michigan is where I was born and raised, and spent my time in college here. And I have the Northern Lights in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Because there was one night I uh, went out, saw the Northern Lights, and it was just like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen will always stick with me throughout my whole life. And then the Lower Peninsula is just like pine trees and the moon and the stars. And uh, yeah, I don't know, just is kind of my love for nature and love for Michigan. So yeah. I, Very I do cool. want to get Very one more. Eh, sorry, my, one more. Uh, my wife and I want to get one of our cat, maybe, but we'll see. <laughs> Yeah. So anyone uh, under the age of 18, any kids out there, tattoos are great. Highly recommend getting them. If you know someone with a tattoo gun, let them practice on you. Yep. Who cares? Yep. Worst case scenario, you get a laser or you get it covered up. It's all pain. It doesn't matter. Pain's temporary. I face would, tattoos I would... aren't that bad either. I don't mind face tattoos. <laughs> yes. Oh, you'll definitely get a job for sure. Um, I do want a stick and poke tattoo though. I, if anyone wants to um, hook me up with a, you know, a prison tat, I, I don't care. I'll get like a sailboat or something. I just want to know what it's like. Uh, <laughs> that's just my my friend. My friend got a stick and poke, and it he uh, it just says babe, and it's like right on his like pelvis, and it actually <laughs> looks really fucking cool. My brother, my brother has an outline of a UFO and the initials for I want to believe on his thigh. It's like the greatest thing I've ever seen. So, <laughs> nice. Awesome. All right. Well, on to next week. So, I I was struggling where to start here. I think we should start with Packers versus Lions on Monday Night Football because I think that'll be, you know, it'll be an interesting one. I I don't know if it actually will be though, just because yeah, Rodgers and the Packers looked so bad last week. I don't think that's going to stay. I think they're going to get a fire put under their ass. And I think, you know, like, you could you could wonder, is Rodgers just, like, permanently like this now? But, yeah, I, I think that would be misleading to think. So I think it's going to be a rebound week for the Packers. Cole, what do you think? Yeah, uh, Rodgers has never thrown, you know, back-to-back multiple interception games. He, he's he's going to come out swinging. He's, you know... He obviously a lot of issues off the you know during the off season that 
he didn't like to talk about, and now everyone's blaming all that stuff, you know, of him hanging out with the Teller family and having a good time with his fiance and, you know, enjoying his off-season like normal fucking people. But he's going to come out and he's going to make the Lions' life miserable. I mean, the Lions already have a questionable secondary. He's going to throw for five touchdowns. Uh, A.J. Dillon did look decent last last game, and I think he's going to be pretty fucking good this game too. Uh, the only issue, again, is the uh, Packers uh, secondary with Kevin King. But thankfully, Jared Goff only throws about 10 yards, so I'm sure, you know, Alex, or Alexander is going to be able to run over there and save the day, but... I think it'll be a good, it'll be a good uh, momentum game for Green Bay to win, get the confidence back, and make themselves feel better about beating up little kids. So you were saying, just real quick, uh, you were saying that Rodgers was having fun this off season. Tom Brady does not have an off season. That's the difference. Oh. <laughs> well, I I don't give a shit about Tom Brady. He still lost to the Saints Week One too. So I don't know what the fuck we're talking he has, about. He has a lot more ships though. Yeah, well, you know what? Tom Brady has a lot more ships than literally every fucking person, okay? True, so, true. you know, Aaron Rodgers has as many Super Bowl wins as all of the NFC North combined. Because the Lions haven't won shit, the Vikings haven't won shit, the Bears won once off a fluke in the 80s that no one remembers. We were 15 and 1! We had the best defense all, you know, of all. None of, none of, no, no, yeah, hey, you weren't even alive. It was so a full fucking matter. I've seen a Super Bowl win in real life. I've seen it. And you know what, Blaze? I got I got a bone to pick with you because you really pissed me off with your comment in our group chat about how oh what, what was it the fucking uh, last time the Packers lost this bad was in like nineteen seventy. Like, yeah, forty well, to zero. I did I did some more research on this one. You want to know the last time the Bears had a loss that bad? Fucking 2003 against the fucking 49ers. They lost 49-7. to And guess what? They the Bears haven't rolled. won their first game of a season since 2003. That's pathetic. Oh, wow. That's really bad. I'm going to so have to look that up. I don't want to talk to you. Also, the Lions, last time the Lions lost that bad week, one was, two, was 2018. Not too long ago. Hey, buddy, I'll and fucking bite your kneecaps off. Don't fucking test me. <laughs> That was to the Jets, 48-17. to 17. The Jets won four games that year. Your worst loss was in 2018 against the four-wins Jets. Well, so you don't have anything to talk about. Vikings fans, we can't even find a fucking Vikings fan to be in our podcast because they don't really exist because they're a bunch of pussies. The last time they did that, at least theirs was in the 84. But yeah, you know what? The fucking Packers are better than all you fuckers. <laughs> Just because we lose one game doesn't mean you guys are on the same level as us. All right, we're all 0-1, but the Packers are gonna be on top, and we all fucking know it. And I'm sick of it. So okay, how do you really well, feel? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, please, yeah, what, what do you think of it? I have to process everything. <laughs> First of all, can I just say I I was really thinking, hoping. I've only known Cole for about a month, so I was not expecting this. I thought after. He just dogpiled the Saints for 10 minutes last week. I thought he'd humble himself a little bit. But now he's already back to Aaron Rodgers. He's throwing five touchdowns. He's going to light them up. Da 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 da. Well, you got to put correct. points up. That's, that's correct. Right now, him, Tom Brady, and Trevor Lawrence are responsible for 48% of the interceptions in the NFL this season, which is pretty cool stat. Anyways, yes, the Packers should win. The Packers 
better win handily because if it's a nail biter, if they let the uh, lines come back in, even if they win, they let them come back in like how the Niners slept on them. There's going to be a lot of questions in Green Bay. And then when the questions start, that's when Karen Rogers starts folding. So they, for their own sake, better start showing up because this Lions team is not a team to fall asleep on. I think they win handily. I think they take care of business. I say 28-10 Packers, but don't put in uh, love too early. That's all I'm going to say. You know what? I was going to pick the Packers, but fuck this. I'm going with the upset. Hannibal Lecter is going to come into the fucking game and be like, Clarice, fava beans. And then Dan Campbell is just going to eat everybody alive, and the Lions will win 31-28. Mark it. What'd you call it? 31-28. Lions will win. I'm calling it right now. Putting my, my balls on the line here. I'm I'm for you. No, uh, Packers are gonna win uh, 38 to three against the Lions. 38 to three. Wow. All right. Blaze, did you have a score there? I forgot. Uh, I said 28-10 Packers. 28-10. Okay. All right. Well, on to Vikings at Cardinals. This should be an interesting one too. Cardinals looked amazing last week. Like third, it's that third year. Like you know, like Kyle Shanahan. He. Just, like, that third year with Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan, he, like, was amazing with the 49ers. I think Kingsbury, he might have something here where this third year, everything just kind of comes together with him and Kyler Murray. And I, I think they are going to completely destroy the Vikings. I think I, I think one more thing here is Zimmer. He, you know, a, a mark of a, bad, a badly coached team is they commit a lot of penalties. They committed so many penalties this uh, the last game. I think that Zimmer is going to be out like before the season's even over. I think Cardinals they're going to whoop them forty two to seventeen. Start the year two zero. Vikings are going to start the year zero and two. It's not even going to be a competition. I think Cardinals are the real deal this year, and they're going to uh, be feisty. You know, Blaze. Uh, yeah. Um. Man, that Cardinals team, I I really thought Tennessee was, like, one of the teams to beat. And then uh, last week happened, and I'll, I'll be the first to admit it. You can ask one of my good friends, Kyle Toomey. I talk sports with him all the time. The day Kyler Murray got drafted, I said he should have gone to the MLB. Um, I'm wrong. <laughs> that guy is just throwing footballs with no feet on the ground. It's just amazing how how badly they diced the uh, Titans. And the Titans don't exactly have the greatest um, defense in the world, but I didn't think they'd get massacred like that. And then on the other side of the ball, ball uh, oh, God, I can't think of his name right now. Some guy had, uh, was it Clays Campbell? Had like five sacks? Or Ch- Chandler Jones. Uh, Chandler Jones, that's right? it, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chandler Jones, five sacks on uh, Tannehill. Uh Probably the best running back in the league did nothing. Um, you know, AJ Brown, you know, kind of got into it at the end. Uh, not a lot of Julio Jones either. Um, so then you add that in with a team that already looks like they're reeling in the Vikings, where you even said yourself, you know, they they don't look disciplined. They had so many penalties last week. They lost to talent-wise an inferior team. Um, yeah, it was on the road, but. I think that's a game that, you know, they should have locked up and they didn't. So it's going to be, it's going to be gut check time for this uh, Vikings team. And 
versing a superior team, I don't know if they have it in them. I think 0-2, and, and it might not be pretty. I'm going to say – I'm gonna say 17 to 35. Kyler Murray throws right. four this this game. Gotcha. Cole. Yeah, I. Uh, I again, I was also shocked that the Cardinals are as dominant and as good as they are against the Titans and the Vikings. You know, had a pretty bad showing. I I think the Cardinals are gonna take it to them, and I think they're gonna have a phenomenal game again. Uh, I you know I don't think they'll necessarily have six sacks like they did against Tannehill, but they'll have a very very good game. Kyler Murray, you know Blaze. I had the same take. I don't know why the guy didn't go to baseball, but fuck, I guess he he knows why he didn't go to baseball because that dude knows how to ball, and uh, they, that team has come together in a very quick like a very short amount of time and they are a, a dangerous team now and i think they're gonna they're gonna take it to the vikings and they'll probably win uh i'm gonna say uh 41 16 i don't think the vikings are really gonna put up a lot of fight and the cardinals are just gonna keep on rolling yep all right i'll i'll have in the cardinals torching the vikings so we move on to Bengals at bears ah uh, man this is see this is a tough one because the this Bears, is a close one. yeah, like the the Bears did not look great last week, and the Bengals, they aren't at that Rams level. They, you know, they might have a very good passing game, but they're not quite like I. I don't think that Zach Taylor can live up to what Sean McVay just did. But man, like I was just saying, the Bears, they their secondary does not look good, and Burrow has all those wide receivers he can throw to. I. I think it's going to be within a touchdown, but I'm going to pick the Bengals to win 31-24, and I think it could be close until the very end, and I think Burrow and his wide receivers will have some heroics here to take it home. Blaze? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's not a dumb pick at all to have the Bengals win. Um, I uh, obviously got to be the homer here. Um but I do think, um, you know, I was talking about gut check time for the Vikings. Um, this is Andy Dalton. I think he's playing for his job this game um, against his former team. So this is a game where he has to show that he is this team's leader. Um, we're at home, so the crowd will be behind the defense. I think the defense plays a lot better than they did against the Rams, especially even though that the Bengals do have a lot of the aforementioned talent. They have the T. Higginses. They have the Jamar Chases, the Joe Mixons. Um, Joe Burrows is obviously one of the best up and coming quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, but I think the bears end up taking care of business. I think it's going to be, um, it's going to be too close to feel comfortable about, and it's probably going to put more questions than answers win or lose this game. Um, but I think the bears, uh, eat this one out on the help of, uh, Monty having another big game and hopefully a Rob or Mooney, uh, there's a little bit more in the passing game to help out Dalton. So I'm going to go Bears 24, uh, Bengals 17, but I'm not going to feel good about this win. Let's just, let's you sh- now, you're sure about that, Blaze. You're not going to give us two scores and then, you know, like next week just be like, oh, I actually meant to pick That's- the other score. <laughs> 
I said I think I said forty to seventeen though. Yeah, but then you said I I will pick the ladder. Or did you say I will hope? You didn't give us a. I I was hoping. No, I gave you two answers. Yeah, Yeah, you can't do that. All right, Cole. No, no, I'm locking it in. Okay. Okay. uh, I think this will be the closest game in the NFC North uh, this upcoming week. Um, I think the Bengals show that they have a good. You know, decent team. They got a good wide receiver core. Joe Mixon looked pretty fresh. They still got a lot of questions. Um, the Bears don't know what they're doing with anything. Uh, but, they, you know, Andy Dalton, it, it's his revenge game, so maybe he'll have a little spunk to him. But Nagy will make sure to s- snuff that out quickly so he doesn't have any fun out there. Uh, I think it'll be uh, kind of a boring game, to be honest. I think it'll be... A slow burner, only a couple, you know, I think maybe three touchdowns through the whole game, maybe four. Uh, I think it's probably going to be, let's say, the Bears kick. They're probably going to kick a lot of field goals, not a lot of touchdowns, maybe a few interceptions. Uh, Bengals are going to go, they're going to be 24 to 16. 24-16, 24-16, so you're picking the Bengals. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Packers are going to be the only one that wins in the NFC North. <laughs> so it's going to be, uh, you know, Packers 1-0 and and then everyone else 0-1. I don't know, man. I, I think Rodgers is still on his, like, acid trip from Hawaii or something. So we'll see about that. Hey, man, I don't fault a guy for enjoying his free time <laughs> and exploring the space-time continuum in his own mind and finding his inner peace. Okay. But he's gonna kick the shit out of the out of the lights. <laughs> I guess we'll see. So <laughs> some house cleaning here. We were all two and two with the picks last week, and Blaze had the best. I'm two and a half. Yeah, Blaze had the best two and a half. Blaze had the best fantasy uh, team of all of us. Surprisingly, after he, you know, like decided to pick T.J. Hawkinson over Devontae Adams. <laughs> Either way, he got seventy point sixty four points with his NFC North fantasy team. I got 47.02 points with my NFC North Fantasy team, and Cole got 26.36 points with his NFC North Fantasy team. So, right now it's Blaze in first, me in second, Cole in third. That would mean Cole picks first this week, and we are going to be doing the Fantasy Draft live on air after we were listening back last week. We were just kind of like, this would be a lot more exciting if we did this Fantasy Draft live on air. So... Are you guys ready to do this draft? Cole, you were first. <sighs> yeah, I guess so. I, uh, you know, just to kind of, uh, you know, pour, make pity party for me, I lost every single fantasy football league I was in. I'm in three, including this one. I lost them all. I, I lost, you know, I went to the game, Packers lost. It was just, it was just a big loser week for Cole last week. So I'm going to turn around and I'm going to do a little, uh, Spicy pick, and I think uh, I'm gonna take uh, Aaron Jones first. Aaron Jones over spicy. Dalvin Cook. All right, that's fair. Yeah, who needs him? Yeah, I think. Uh, well, if you're leaving me Dalvin Cook, I'm taking him, so I'll take Dalvin Cook. Have him. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go uh, David Montgomery. David Montgomery. I see. I had him in my one of my fancy leagues, and he was. Yeah, I, I'm actually kind of excited for Montgomery this year. I think he will be one of. The few good options on that team. So, yeah. Uh, and then I'm not going to fuck up this time. Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. All right. Um, 
So it's a snake ooh. trap, by the way. Just so. Yeah, this is going to be interesting because Thielen actually looked better than Jefferson last week. Ah, and, you know, Cousins and Thielen do have this kind of like chemistry. Ooh, I think. Shit. I'm going to go Adam Thielen. Fuck it. <laughs> Cole, that's you. Yeah, I'm going to take Rodgers as my quarterback. And I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Hawkinson, but he's not even gonna score a touchdown. Ooh. Week, to be honest. Um. So you know what? I will. Uh, I'm gonna stay away from Tunyon because I know he's gonna score at least three touchdowns, but I just can't be that much of a homer. So I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna pick Robinson. Robinson. All right. My Rob. Yeah, it's my wide receiver. All right. Um, I will pick. Hey, Rob. Who? I don't know, man. It's like shit, shit, shit. All right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pick Big Cock Hawk. I I want I want to have my good uh tight end this week. I think he, man, the Lions like don't have anybody to throw to there, and he showed that first <laughs> game that he could do it. So. I mean, he is the best tight end. Yeah. I, I think top five tight end this year for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to go back to Cousins just because I think there's going to be a lot of garbage time points out there for him. Um, And then I'm going to go Cole Komet for the Bears. He, yeah, he looked better than Jimmy Graham last week, didn't he? So. Second year man out of Notre Dame, baby. Let's go. I guess this keeps happening to me. Um, and I actually don't mind Jared Goff like as a if you're in a two QB league or like <laughs> as a backup or having just Jared Goff on your bench for a bye week. I think Jared Goff is going to be playing from behind a lot this year, and I actually don't mind him from a fantasy aspect. So I'm picking Jared Goff again. I like how no one is ever gonna pick Dalton. Yeah, <laughs> one, dude, play Justin Fields. I the will, Bears could be playing. Yeah, play Justin Fields. I will play him over. Yeah, I will definitely play him over Goff most weeks, probably. The Bears could be playing Bishop Sycamore next week, and you'd be like, I don't know, man. Golf's good from behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I guess for tight end, I gotta pick Tanya now. I mean, twist my arm about it. And then uh, for defense, you know, <laughs> I'm try. I like don't want to pick the Packers, but I think that they are probably going to be the best. But then again, Zadarius Smith and Kevin King, but Goff can't throw the ball far, so I'll just I'll just stick with the Packers. I'm going hard Packers this week. Packers, so Packers is my D. defense as well. I will pick the Bears because I do not want the Vikings against the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Blaze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm playing <laughs> Russian roulette with a loaded pistol. All the chambers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oof. All right, I'm going to go. Oh, see, I, I guess I'm just going to have to hope that uh, Aaron Rodgers is still playing Jeopardy in his head. Let's go with the uh, Detroit Lions. Oof. Let's All right. Uh, Interesting. I don't. I don't like either team. I don't like either. T- can, you know. Hey, is there a rule? Can you just opt out of not picking a defense? Because that might be the best option. Because <laughs> you're. He's, yeah, he's gonna get negative points for sure. And by the way, we did uh, find a Vikings fan. Apparently, if Whoa. Blaze is telling the truth here, Whoa. and we're gonna have a fourth guy on the podcast next week. His name is 
Chris Pratt, the famous Hollywood actor. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. His name is Chris, though. And we will have a fourth guy on the podcast next week. So, And that'll make this fantasy draft a whole lot fucking harder. But, uh, oh, yeah. I didn't, yeah. So maybe we have to figure something out there where we can make it easier on ourselves. Like, We got to all pick a, a, a NFC North ah. defense each week. Man, that's going to be rough. But Next yeah. week, Dalton has to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, so I guess to recap the teams here, Cole got Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, Allen Robinson, Bob Tunyon, and the Packers defense. I got Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, Big Cock Hawk, Jared Goff, and the Bears dick. And then Blaze got David Montgomery, Devontae Adams, Kirk Cousins, Cole William Whitlaw, Komet, and Detroit Lions. <laughs> so we are going to roll into this next week, you know, just hoping for the best. So sometimes you just got to plug your nose and go ahead with these picks. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Slim pickings. Well, that was – yeah, right. we're in the season. We're in the thick of it. This is fun, man. I'm, I Feels Yeah, good. like the Lions didn't get just like mm-hmm. – they, they didn't look like they did under Patricia, so I'm just like actually happy to watch them – from here on out, even if they suck, I I kind of just like watching them. So, right. you know, fuck it. Just football in yeah. general. Football uh-huh. in so general happy it's back. So yeah. Fun. Yeah. Last night's last night's game. Mm-hmm. Hey, rest in peace to Norm McDonald. Oh man. Yeah. yeah, that was uh, rip. That was been heavy on my mind all day. So, but anyways, hey guys, it's been a pleasure once again. Can't wait to uh, collect my fantasy winnings again next week. Okay. Yeah. I'll make sure to be texting you this uh this Sunday and Monday uh blaze about, you know, shit talking how the fucking awful the bears are. Yep. <laughs> Cole Your your name yeah. on my phone's gonna be scam likely. <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye to your kneecaps, Cole. They're sales. gonna get bitten off. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Alright, guys. Alright. Yeah. Peace. Alright. All right. Till next week guys. See you guys.